This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Jennifer Langosh, who covers the Cardinals for MLB.com. Jen, Happy New Year. I know we talked last week, but I feel like I need to keep saying it to remind myself that it is 2019. In fact, do you feel that way at all? I do, Danny. Actually, I was just writing a check earlier today, and I had to do a double take as I wrote 2019. Remind myself that it actually was a new year. But hey, we're getting closer to spring training, right? So uh, it looks like five weeks away from the start of camp, which is very exciting, I know, for baseball fans. Yeah, that's that's the official countdown, and it's cool because we've gotten to the point where there is a countdown now. Because before, you know, we you know you're just counting down to the holidays, really, or, or hoping for a big trade. But now you have something that you can really look forward to. And what's cool is, Jen, I actually ran into Harrison Bader in the airport last week, and he was going to Dallas to work out with Matt Carpenter and company to get ready for spring training. And I thought that was just really cool because you rarely see these guys out about but he's he's a new york guy and and i saw him at laguardia airport heading to dallas um so that was that was pretty cool yeah and i'm i hope harrison was nice to you first off and very gracious with his time uh, but i can imagine that somebody who spent his winter in new york was looking forward to getting to texas for a little bit um, of a warmer workout session and uh let's pay attention to instagram because i've noticed this winter that matt carpenter tends to instagram his workout sessions so i'm um, wondering now to see Harrison Bader make a cameo appearance in one of those videos. That's right. That's right. I was, you know, you get nervous that you you share something online and then it's not true, but it is in fact true. He, he's going to Dallas. He didn't lie. He's going to Dallas. He's working out with Matt Carpenter. And Matt Carpenter was on MLB Network Radio and called him um, a superstar. He said Harrison Bader is a superstar, which is uh, obviously very high praise from Matt Carpenter. And Jen, while I was in Dallas, I was at the American Baseball Coaches Association uh, convention. Uh, Mike Gustafson uh, is with the National Baseball Hall of Fame, Jen, and I randomly ran into him and he listens to this podcast and he had the highest praise for you, Jen. He said you should have your own podcast and I totally agree with that uh, because you're fabulous, but shout out to Mike um, for being an avid listener (laughs) to our Cardinals podcast. That was pretty cool too. (laughs) That's awesome. Hi, Mike. Thanks for listening. Uh, I do consider this my own podcast, so I don't know if I need another one, but I'm glad to know that we do have some people outside of our family members, Danny, who listen to this. (laughs) That's right. Shout out to my mom, your mom, and uh, and Mike, um, all right, Jen. A little bit, a little bit of news. Not, not too much, really, though. Um, let's talk about Jose Martinez because you wrote about uh, the one question that the Cardinals need to answer before spring training. It's cool. It's on MLB.com. Every team wrote about their one question they had to get answered. And Jose Martinez is it. And we really haven't talked about him for a while, but now he's back on our radar because Jen, everyone wants to know, will he stay or will he go? That's what you wrote about. And you said that their question that the Cardinals need to answer is 
where does he bring the most value? Yeah, Danny. I mean, we know right now that the Cardinals plan to give Dexter Fowler every opportunity to be their starting right fielder. And, and of course, with Paul Goldschmidt at first base, that fills a spot there. So for Jose Martinez, if the team does keep him, he's going to come into this season right now as a reserve with, with a bench role. There's value there, certainly. I mean, you're talking about a hitter who was arguably the Cardinals' most consistent consistent offensive performer start to finish last year. Um, it would be a great bat off the bench. But what the Cardinals are weighing right now is, is there better value in dealing him and perhaps grabbing another player or two in return that could fill a bigger area of need for this team? So that's essentially the decision they have to make. It's hard to kind of... Um, figure out exactly what the market for Jose Martinez is because of his defensive limitations. He's really kind of pigeonholed into being a fit for an American league team, needing a DH type player. And there's just not that great of a need in that area. So it could be that the Cardinals end up keeping him. And again, that's not a bad thing to have him as a guy off the bench and as insurance in right field, somebody who's under team control for another four years. But I still wouldn't be surprised if, you know, between now and, and the start of spring training in five weeks, if the Cardinals do find another home for him and address another area in return. Okay. All right, Jen. So we're going to keep our eyes open and wait and see where Jose Martinez could go. So Jen, you are an angel because someone reached out and asked you in your reporter's inbox to predict the 25 man. And Aaron S was wondering about this. So Aaron S you got your answer. That's on Cardinals.com. You, you made his dreams come true, I think, but uh, I like the list, Jen. I, I liked reading who you thought was going to slot in where, but really I, I love position battles. So I was wondering who you think could be fighting for positions in spring training. Are there any? Well, I mean, we'll start on the position player side. You know, I, I think, you know, unless things go in a bad direction with Dexter Fowler, I mean, I think we kind of know who the starting eight are going to be on opening day. Now, of course, that's barring injury. That being said, I find the bench composition to be very intriguing. I mean, you have a number of candidates and not enough places for all of them, especially if the Cardinals go with a four-man bench, which I expect they will, like they did much of last year. So Jed Jerko, Tyler O'Neill, Jose Martinez, Jairo Munoz, Drew Robinson. You don't have room for all these players. So I think that's going to be very interesting um, to watch play out, as well as, of course, Francisco Pena for that backup catcher's job. The pitching side, Danny, I mean, the rotation competition is going to be fascinating. The Cardinals have 10 legitimate starting candidates for five spots. You know, in my opinion, you can kind of write four of those names in pen, Miles Michaelis, Jack Flaherty, um, Carlos Martinez, and Michael Waka. But then you have a bunch of guys for that fifth spot, you know, probably led by Adam Wainwright, and then behind him a bunch of young arms. So to me, to see how that competition plays out, and then to see how the Cardinals maybe take some of the players who don't earn a rotation spot and find fits for them in the bullpen, to me, kind of looking and forecasting out to what might be the most interesting part of spring training, I think that could be it. It. That, I love hearing that, Jen. I think that's that's exciting and that's great news for the Cardinals. It's a good problem to have. And, you know, you never know. If Jose Martinez doesn't end up on the team, then then maybe you solve that problem. Someone else will slot in somewhere else. But uh, I think I think that's a good, good problem for them to have uh, heading into spring training, yeah? Yeah, I do. I mean, you can never have too much pitching, right? And so while there's a lot of folks that have said, well, why don't they deal some of that pitching, you know, for something else – you know, the Cardinals, just like every other team, you know, don't expect to have just five starters each make 30 plus starts over the course of the 
season. So um, it's going to give them a lot of flexibility. It's going to, again, not just make their rotation better, but it's going to make their bullpen better because they're going to have more options for the pen because of the lack of spots there in the rotation. And I mean, the thing that people forget every year, and I don't know how everyone forgets this every year, but is health. Listen, if you have 10 guys for five spots, you know that something is going to happen along the way during the season. It is almost inevitable that something's going to happen and someone's going to miss a start or two or two guys are going to miss a start. And you're going to have these guys, these, these, um, you know, these extra hands and arms to help fill in and slot in and, and you never know what could happen, but that's why you do that. You have to, you can't just take five for the five spots. So the health factor is also a huge deal. It is. And it's going to be a big deal on the pitching side, Danny. And it's also going to be a big deal for the position player side. I mean, we talk about kind of questions going into spring training, Marcelo Zuna, how has he recovered from shoulder surgery? Dexter Fowler, how has he recovered from foot surgery? So it is interesting because we toss around these questions about depth and, you know, where are all these guys going to fit on the roster? It always plays itself out and you always end up needing more depth than you actually have. So um, to complain about not having enough roster space for the players you have is really ill-advised at this yeah. point. And I think yeah. that's why the Cardinals have built themselves a very, very strong club because you do look kind of across the board and they have a lot of options at a lot of positions. So it seems like they'd be very well protected this year. And with every great pitcher, Jen, comes a great catcher. And obviously the Cardinals have that in Yadier Molina. And you uh, just wrote about the, the the position. We're doing position previews and you wrote about uh, the backstop and, you know, who, who we've got. We've got Yadier Molina, obviously, and then who falls in line behind him. And I know I'll let you talk about this, but someone that, that caught my eye is Andrew Kinzer. Kins, I did, did I say it right, Jen? Kinsner. Andrew Kinsner. Dang it. We're going to get there. Andrew Kinsner. Uh, and he's, he's in the top 30 for um, St. Louis on MLB pipeline, number five uh, for the Cardinals and projected for a 2019 debut. So, so let's dive into that backstop position and uh, don't, don't give your whole article away, but, but, you know, give us, give us a couple nuggets. Yeah. We'll just go with Andrew K for right now. Um, but it's interesting <laughs> because, you know, you kind of look at the trajectory of this position. And when Yadier Molina signed his extension a couple of years ago, you figured that over the course of 2018, 2019, and 2020, that you might see him pull back on his workload a little bit as he kind of floats off into retirement. Well, nobody gave Yadier Molina this memo, of course. So um, <laughs> one of the biggest things to, to kind of keep an eye on and one of the things that's be very intriguing about this position is we obviously know it belongs to Yadier Molina, but what is his workload going to be this year? And one of the, the, the reasons why the Cardinals were comfortable trading Carson Kelly to Arizona earlier this offseason is because they felt that Yadi was a guy who could continue to make 130-plus starts behind the plate, That's which huge. is absurd. And it's absurd when you're talking about a, a catcher who's going to be in age 36 season. Um, so, you know, to, to me, that's going to be interesting to watch play out. Obviously you have Francisco Pena kind of set to be the backup again. He recently signed a minor league deal. And then our good friend, Andrew Kay is kind of the, uh, the rising prospect uh, for that catching position. He'll start the year most likely in AAA as the regular backstop in Memphis, perhaps make his debut later in the season, but if not certainly be ready to, to come to the majors in 2020, I would think. Yeah, that's, that's a huge deal. So you've got that preview, Jen. And just to look ahead, uh, do you know the next position that you'll be covering? Uh, next week, we're going to do the corner infield spots, which okay. um, no surprises there as to who's going to be the starters. But I think some interesting questions we'll look at nonetheless. 
Okay, awesome. So those will be on cardinals.com. You can go read that article right now about Yadier and and uh, those other guys right now. That'll be up on the website right now. And Jen, uh, we have a little bit of an update we need uh, to give on Chris Duncan, a health update. Uh, obviously, the, the Duncan name and family is synonymous with St. Louis, but you have an update on, on Chris's health. Yeah, so everybody in St. Louis remembers Chris Duncan for the way he came up in 2006, and he was big part of that World Series team um, and, and had a fairly short career because of injuries, but made a big impact here in St. Louis and then really reinvented himself here in the community as a local personality on sports talk radio um, and really like had a gift for it. Unfortunately, I believe it's been about six years now, Chris was diagnosed with a brain tumor and cruelly it came at the same time that his mother Janine was also fighting brain cancer and, and she passed away several years ago. Um, Chris took another leave of absence from his job on the radio station. Uh, I believe it was last April. They announced on the station this week, however, that his leave is going to be permanent. So, um, you know, the Cardinals organization, the 101 ESPN, the station that he worked at, you know, just requesting prayers and thoughts sent Chris's way. Um, he's going through another round of really brutal treatment to try to fight this cancer. Um, and he's really in for the fight of his life right now. Okay, Jen. Well, you'll keep us posted on Chris, of course. And um, the last thing that we are going to touch on in this podcast is the Cardinals caravan because, Jen, it is hitting the road and fans better gear up and get ready because it's going to be it's going to be a good one. Yeah, six states that this caravan is going to cover, 20 cities, four days, over 30 current and former players coming, um, coming and making those visits, free autographs for kids 15 and under, and a lot of cool activities kind of surrounding this caravan. So, um, you know, we're really close to to what the Cardinals consider kind of the kickoff of the season, which is their winter warm-up meeting and connection um, with the caravan and also our St. Louis baseball writers dinner. So that's coming up in about a week and a half. And uh, I think really gives everybody a little bit more excitement, the feeling that, hey, spring training really isn't that far away. Absolutely. Everyone's everyone's getting super excited. And Jen, you and I are going to chat and keep everyone posted on on what's going on. You can head to cardinals.com to read all of Jen's work. Um, and I know you are, you're meticulously following Twitter, but I think uh, for right now, the Cardinals are probably hanging out and, and maybe waiting to see what happens with the rest of the market. But Jen, looking forward to chatting with you next week. I look forward to it as always, Danny. With Jen Langosh, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.